uh, how do you deal with people who are living in the past, right? Mm. And I know that in the part of the world that, that you live in, there's a lot of people still living in the past. Sometimes when people become adults, say between the age of 20 and 25, sometimes that's it for people. They, they don't grow beyond that. They just become an adult and they just, they just have one thing, one way of life and they don't ever experiment. They don't ever change. They don't ever move on. They're happy with what they have. They're also, they're also scared. Sometimes people fear the technology. They fear the future. And we're all a little bit apprehensive. But yeah, after, after 24 hours with the latest piece of technology, we almost never want to go back, right? After we've got the, the new upgraded phone with a better camera and a faster processor and more RAM and, and access to better functions and a clearer screen and better graphics, we don't, we, we don't want to go back. We don't want to go back after we've, we've had that experience. And it, it, it's a problem with people who don't want to don't want to upgrade and Slovakia is one of those countries where it's going to be one of the last places sort of within Europe to to change because it's on that it, it, it's in that post-communist still developing mindset that affects parts of Poland and the Ukraine and Belarus and 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 and, and, and other places like that so uh yeah, the, the latest, greatest technology doesn't mean anything to a lot of people there. They're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's their philosophy. It's just like, eh, whatever. Do you, you want to, like, Slovakia, I think a little bit more than other countries has this addiction to the phone mm. where you have to call people on their phone if they want, if if you want anything at all, like you can email people and they'll go nowhere. Not, nothing will ever happen. These, uh, it, and the Slovak businessmen are always famous for shouting down the phone at people and pretending they're, they're all important. But um, yeah, it, it's a problem when it doesn't work for uh, when the when when the training is not going to work for people who you have to sell to mm. in in your area, I mean, what kind of? I, I imagine there's just no helpful feedback when you say that. You know, you 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 say, look, this doesn't work for my for my clients and my customers, and the company's not going to do anything because the company's got their plan about how everything yes. should be. If you're a restaurant. And you are offering food that people don't like or don't want, people will not come to your restaurant. Yes, yes. So you 
have to cater in the majority to what it is that they that you know that they already like mm. and that's you know that's part of the secret to persuasion right this is part of the mm. secret to persuasion find out what a person already likes provide some element of that to them and then once they are on board with you you can begin to introduce new things to the menu you can in, begin to introduce other ideas to them and that works in in all ways of, of sales if you if you're a music group how does every music group start they start by copying other bands you copy the, the you copy the groups that you like you copy the uh, the the music that that you listen to you copy whatever is popular and every music group begins with that begins with the cover versions mm. and then <coughs> after they've got their their practice and they they've played their cover versions and it's it's a good idea to play cover versions because not only do you learn but everybody else knows the songs as well so mm. everybody can can get involved and then you begin step by step at at each event or each concert to introduce one or two new songs maybe some songs of your own that you've written and you introduce them that way and that's 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 the way that that it always works um mm. you can't ever go to somebody you well, there's very few people that you can go to and say, here's something completely new. And maybe they will take it, like it, if it's music, listen to it, but it'll still be strange for them. Mm -hmm. it, it, it'll, be, it'll be very different. And people in the West forget that all marketing must be culture specific. They think, they, the Western thinking, and it's been this way for 20, 30 years, is that the same advertisement in Britain or France will work in Slovakia or Poland. Mm. They, they think the same, but, but it won't because people will react different differently to it because of the the context of of their environment each region must be treated differently even though we're in sort of a global one world economic system even though we have that we still need to be culture specific as we still need to be language specific we still need to be clothes specific we still need to be environmentally specific mm. the same things that you sell around the equator in hot countries is going to be that's going to be different from what you sell in scandinavia and mm. alaska it, it, it it's good it's going to be very different um just look at um, just look at alcohols for an, for an example of that. Like what people drink in different parts of the world is very much related to the climate and the environment that they live within, and that needs to be very 
specific. Also, a, lo a lot of people are still very patriotic. A lot of people are still very, I am for my country. Well, whatever that means nowadays, I, I, I don't really, I don't really know. Um, some, some, some countries seem to have very positive personas. Scotland would be one example of that. Oh, you're from Scotland. I love your country. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you obviously haven't seen all of it, but okay, fair enough. Um, and, and other countries where somebody says, oh, I'm from Poland, people go, eh, 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 Poland, eh? Because mm. they, they don't really hear much about it or, or, or know much about it. So uh, yeah, the marketing absolutely needs to be needs, it, it, it needs to be focused specifically um, you know, people are people are like that like that everywhere everyone's got their you know look, look at the clothes in different countries look at the music in different countries even though globalism has sort of meant that you could take one thing and maybe sell it everywhere whether it's some global brand like Coca-Cola or music like ACDC or something like that. It, it's still foreign to people, right? Coca-Cola is American. Kofola is Slovak, right? Hmm. People still relate to Kofola. Yeah. Um, ACDC is Australian. Um, whereas Kabat is Czech or Czechoslovak, depending upon Czech. how you want, want to look. Czech, okay, there you go, Czech. And, and, and because it's Czech, it's going to have that you know, special uniqueness. People feel it belongs to them, and they're going to be attracted to it because of that. And the... The powers, the powers that be, or the, the great minds in the West, still haven't figured out the all of those niches of, of, of cultural differences. They're still thinking that, oh well, we're all one now. No, we're not. We're not. We just just see how all of the countries are reacting slightly differently to the present global crisis. You can see things that are the same, but you can also see things that are different as well. And this is this is very uniquely culturally specific. Yeah, it, it's, it's exactly the same as what I said earlier, is that you have to start by selling people what they know. Exactly. Yeah, you can only, if we, we can only connect if I talk to you about something that you know about, that's why I will try to put into the conversation sometimes something about badminton, for example, right? Because I know that that is something that that mm -hmm. you you have connection with and mm -hmm. you have yes. understanding and, and it means something. So, yeah, and as you say, that's the, 
you know, that that's that's the lead in product. That's the door opener to uh, to, to other things. And if you, you know, it, it's like a step by step process. That's the first step. And if you don't have the first step, you, you can't go anywhere, right? You can't, you can't go anywhere at all. And um, I never liked that government tender principle, which is, this is what we want. And, and then they get all the companies to compete with each other, basic, basically just for the lowest price. And, and the government will just go down the list and look at the lowest price and they will go, well, we're going to save money. So the government will look down the list and they will, they will see who is providing the cheapest price and they will think, oh, look, we're going to save money if we pick the people providing the, the cheapest price. But... Mm-hmm. It, it, it's always a race to the bottom, right? I mean, you can only, yeah. The, the classic example is with technology, right? There's a, there's a reason why this phone is 100 euros and this phone is a thousand euros, right? There's a reason for that. Yeah, just, you know, look at the box and the specifications on the box. You'll 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 see why. Mm. Yes, they're both phones. They yes, they both do the job. But the question is, do you want some level of quality in your life or not? Because if <laughs> If you don't want quality, then sure, go for the cheapest phone, go for the cheapest service provider, go for the cheapest pair of shoes, go for the cheapest house, go for the cheapest car, which will sure will break down within a week and cost you even more money, <laughs> right? It, it's just a, it's just a terrible way to, uh, to, to organize anything. Would you pick a friend who always bought the cheapest of everything? I don't, I don't think I would consider that as an intelligent move, really. I mean, the person might be a nice person, but they're going to be, they're going to be a little bit stupid if they always buy the cheapest thinking mm. that they're doing the right thing. And so that's the category that government fits into when it always chooses those who provide the cheapest service. They're, in fact, a lot of the time choosing those who are, who are worst for the job. And I, I don't think that's, that's ever the right way to do it. There's got to be, we all know there has to be some level of quality control on everything in order to keep some 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 standard in life so um it's it's very hard with the government 
tenders. <laughs> it might even be, you know, it, it, it might even be worth philosophically going the other way. Like, oh, here's a government tender, right? Well, we'll just put our price way up here because it doesn't matter. They're not going to pick us if we're in the middle anyway. So we just like make it make it twice as much or whatever. But um, it's... Uh, it, it's never the it's never the right way to organize. Imagine a a house built of all the cheapest materials. That that's that's, that's not that's not going to work, right? Imagine a community of people who all always bought the cheapest of everything. Would we be in a little gypsy village? You know where. Mm -hmm. Right, where, where where would we be? I, I have nothing against gypsies. Their music is fantastic, but I've been in the gypsy villages where their houses don't have doors and don't have windows, and they're burning the walls to keep warm. You know, I've 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 seen it firsthand. Yeah, so. Uh,